Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for today and we thank God for his goodness. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by Vishon Michelle titled Turning Around for Me. A great song. You love it. God bless you. But not defeated, cast down, but not destroyed. There are times I don't understand, but I believe it's turning around for me. That struggle and disappointment. There are times I felt so alone. Some of my friends they let me down, but I still believe it's turning around for me. Around for me, around for me, around for me, it's turning around for me, around for me. Can you just say it into the atmosphere? Around for me, <laughs> around for me, it's turning around. It's turning Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Indeed, God is turning things around for you. He is the God of the turnaround. This morning, beloved, I bring you a word of encouragement from the heart of your Father. A word to strengthen you and a word that will enable you to keep on moving forward until you get to the place of God's ordination for your life. How far can you see? How far can you see in life? When I talk about how far can you see, I'm not talking just about your physical sight, but I'm talking about your spiritual vision. I'm talking about your faith. I'm talking about what you can even imagine. Hallelujah. Bible says that God can do exceedingly abundantly above that which we can ask or even think of or imagine. Amen. God bless you. Now, in Genesis chapter 13, from verse 7 to 18, I read to you. Bible says, And there was a strife between the headsmen of Abraham's cattle and the headsmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelt then in the land. And Abraham said to Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my headsmen and your headsmen, for we are brethren, we are brothers. Is not this whole land before thee? Separate yourself. I pray thee for me. If you will take the left hand, then I'll go to the right hand. Or if you depart to the right, then I'll go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of the Jordan and was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou come into Zohar. And Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan and Lot journeyed east 
and they separated themselves one from the other. And Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent towards Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And the Lord said to Abram, after the Lord was separated from him. Now note this, after Lot was separated from him, then God said to him, lift up now your eyes and look from where you are towards northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which you see to thee will I give it and to your seed forever. And I'll make your seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then your seed can also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it to you. And Abraham moved his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of memory, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. Hallelujah. What a powerful account of relationship. A relationship between an uncle and a nephew. Now, when God says in, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 12, that when God called Abraham out of his father's house to a place that he said he would show him, and God made a covenant promise with Abraham that you bless him and make his name great and make a nation out of him and bless those who bless him and curse those who curse him. Abraham obeyed God and left his father's house with his wife, Sarah, and his nephew Lot. Now note, I don't think the command was to go with Lot, but I don't know what their relationship was. But Lot went along, either he tagged along or Abraham took him along. Either ways, that tells us that they had a good relationship. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gone with his uncle, neither would his uncle have you know, allowed him to go. But he left with his wife Sarah and his nephew Lot. So these had a these two had a good relationship until prosperity set in. You know, sometimes prosperity as well as poverty has a way of bringing strife and confusion. Poverty can do that. Poverty can bring strife and confusion between people, between brethren, between families. In poverty, people fight over things they shouldn't fight over. In poverty, there's a lot of envy and jealousy. And it is so also where there is the the, the place of abundance where riches and wealth also increase, it happens. The envy and jealousy will also cause strife and division. But in the case of Abraham and Lot, Abraham was more mature. He said, let there be no strife between you and I, for we are brethren. We are brethren. This morning, I pray that as this word comes to you, you come to understand God's purpose for you and those who you are related to, either by blood or by acquaintance, that Bible says God says even the solitary families, there's a reason why somebody is in your life. Amen. And so see beyond what is happening or what happens between you and people to what God wants you to see. Abraham said to him, there's no need for us to fight because there's so much, there's so much for everybody. So take what you want and let me take what I want. And obviously the relationship was sad. The relationship between them was becoming sad because Lord's head men had started picking fights with Abraham's head men. And if Abraham hadn't been mature, he would have also joined in the free and also had a problem with Lot. But he chose the way of peace. May we choose the way of peace in life, beloved. And as you choose the way of peace, 
that which God has ordained for you will surely come to pass. Now, Bible says, and when Lot left, choosing the best part according to his sight, because Lot was seeing by his natural sight. So he saw the plain of Jordan and it looked so rich and, and flourishing and he took that part. Not understanding that it's not by sight that we live. Bible says that we don't live, they just live by faith, not by sight. Amen. And he chose that part, not understanding that the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, wicked cities were there. But that's what he chose, eventually bringing him a problem. But we realize that after Lot left Abraham, then God said to him, arise. He said, lift up your eyes and see. There are certain relationships also in life that sometimes need to be separated in order for there to be the fulfillment of that which God has for you. Amen. I believe for as long as Abraham was with Lot, there was a kind of hindrance. But when Lot left, in spite of that breakup, there was a new season that came in for Abraham. Sometimes we need to see as God sees. Sometimes God will take certain things from our lives. Could be people, could be things, could be certain relationships. He will take from you in order to bring you into your purpose. But in all these things, what you must do is to key into the mind of God. Hallelujah. And God said to him, lift up your eyes and look. As far as your eyes can see, I will give it to you. I will give it to you. Amen. So as far as you can see, will I give to you. And I'll make your seed as a dust of the earth. And if the dust of the earth can be numbered by any person, that is how your seed will be. But God said, look, as far as your eyes can see. And again, I'm not talking about the physical sight with which Abraham saw, but I'm talking about your spiritual sight. You see, Bible says the just shall live by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We don't see it, but we believe it. We believe it according to the word of God or according to the vision or the dreams or the purpose of God within us. Amen. How far can you see where your life is concerned? This one I want to ask you, beloved. You know, sometimes we are seeing the now. From not sometimes, most of the time, we are seeing the now. And we are seeing our tomorrow in the light of our today. But stop, don't do that. No, because you see, God is the one who has the blueprint of your life in his hands. You may see today and judge your tomorrow by today. But see beyond that. See beyond today. See beyond the happenings of today. Don't let the happenings of today let you determine your tomorrow because tomorrow is not in your hands, number one. And God is able to change and transform everything in the twinkling of an eye. Today you may be down and out, struggling, but tomorrow God can lift you from the place where you are struggling to a place of abundance and increase. Today you may be sick, but he, he is the healer. God is a healer. God can because he wants to heal you and he will heal you. Amen. So do not jump into conclusion that because you've been diagnosed with any disease, that means it's the end of your life. It is not. Your life is in God's hands. It's God who determines the days of our lives. 
not any disease, not any man, nothing. Hallelujah. See beyond your natural sight. How far can you see? If only you can believe, Jesus said, all things are possible to them that believe. Now, believing is seeing without seeing. <laughs> that, that is, believing is seeing it possible or that it is done or can be done without it being done or before it is done. And that is faith. And so, beloved, today, I bring you this encouraging word from your father that see beyond that which you see. How far can you see? Stop limiting yourself in the sight of your mind, in your faith. Stop limiting yourself because of situations around you. Stop limiting yourself because of what you think you don't have or what you think is happening. We put limitations on ourselves when we don't see in the way God sees. But this morning, your father God will have me tell you that what he has for your life, what he has planned for your life, his word says, I has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has any man heard the things that God has planned to do for you. But he says that he has revealed to them to his spirit, the Holy Spirit, who also revealed to you even as you pray. So beloved, see beyond what you see. See according to the sight of God. Pray the Holy Spirit to give you faith in life, faith over circumstances, faith over fear, faith over struggle, faith over anything that is causing you to panic or fear or to stress today because God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above everything that you could ever ask or even imagine. See far, hallelujah. See great, hallelujah. See as God sees. Man will want to limit you, but God gives us unlimited and limitless possibilities. Lot thought he had taken the better part, but what God had for Abraham was greater. Abraham could have stressed and cried, been angry, that Lot had taken the better part. But hey, he didn't. His trust was in God, and God did better for him. So this morning, don't stay in the place of fear. Don't stay in the place of worry. Don't stay in the place where you think, and that is also a type of seeing, where you think it's all over, because God has only just begun with you. Greater days are ahead of you. So stay in faith. See as God sees, not as man sees. God bless you and have a great day. And this is a word from your father to you today. Hallelujah. Beloved, take it and run with it. Close your eyes and say, Lord, let me see my tomorrow as you see it. Let me see myself as you see me. Hallelujah. It's not the end. It's a new beginning. Have a blessed day. Let me pray over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. My Father, my God, I lift this precious one before you. And I pray that, Father, bless them. And, Father, cause them to see beyond their natural sight. And I pray, Father, Lord, do what is best for them. And I pray, my God, that for their relationships, my God, whatever relationships they have, I pray, Father, Lord, you bring to them the spirit of understanding, my God, and divine direction above all your peace to their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, God bless you. 
And may God unfold his plans and purpose for your life daily. And may you see the manifestation of them also. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved. But if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, this is the, the day, this is the time, the opportune time. Pray this prayer after me. Pray. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Beloved, if you just pray this prayer, you are saved. Hallelujah. And God's plan for your life will unfold even greater and better to you as you pray and have faith in him. God bless you. Have a great day. But remember to share this good word with as many people as you can. You know, God is bringing a turnaround in people's lives, but it depends on how far we can see. And so God bless you. Share this word with your friends, your loved ones. Encourage somebody this morning that it is not the end. It's a new beginning. God is going to do greater things, greater things than what we see with our natural sight. God bless you and have a great day. Around for me Around for me It's turning around for me Around for me Can you just say it into the atmosphere? Around for me <laughs> Around for me It's turning around